Hello and welcome to the Conjecture and a Horrorish Podcast. With me here we got Laura. Hello. And we got Greg. Hi there. And I'm your host Rob. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing Great. fantastic, Rob. Doing good, doing yeah. good. Yeah, I know Laura's uh, finally here. She's healthy. We've had some uh, issues. I was sick uh, the opposite week. And so I was there, and then Laura got sick. Uh, you know, I don't know if it's the coronavirus, but we're all catching something. <laughs> Greg is probably going to be next, so we'll see what happens no in the next let's episode. Let's put it this way: I died and came back. Ooh, mm-hmm. so you're not the same Laura that we saw a month not, ago. No. You're playing it pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't well, notice the difference. You'll, you'll see what happens. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so let's get to uh, our first little like segment here. I created a new drop for it. So here's our new drop. What's in the cups? <laughs> so that's the what's in the cups drop. I didn't even I got get a chance Greg. to like refine that. You just mm-hmm. took it as is. As is, man. It's, it's one take wonder. That's you, Greg. You're wow. one take wonder. You're the go-to. You're the monkey. I'm the monkey. All You're right. good to go. So, uh, so what's in your cup, Greg? What are you drinking? I'm drinking Fireball. Fireball. One hundred percent. Bold, bold choice with there, Greg. Bold two choice. Two cubes of ice. Bold. Um... You you have come a long way. You started with Nespresso. And then you went to OJ. You were doing mm-hmm. what? They, what are they? Sex on the beach? What was it? You're drinking OJ. I don't know. Screwdriver. That was my intro. My gateway drug to the fireball, which is night, amazing. Night, it's it's night liquid hot tamales. The fireball earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's next? Jaeger. Oh. No, I'm just gonna drink straight. Um, like it's gasoline. Yeah, yeah. Just gasoline. Just, gasoline. <laughs> just fill it up at the station. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Take a couple <laughs> sips before I get here. Uh, what are you drinking, Laura? Oh. I am drinking, um, you know what? We need to come up with a name for this cocktail. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should call it the Conjecturing Cocktail. Ooh, that's a good name. So okay. it is um, vodka with sparkling blackberry juice and a squeeze of lime. It's mm. friggin' delicious, but on brand with Laura. I also have a second drink right next to me, which is a wonderful free beer that we got from the bar here at the overlook hotel mm. so nice nice nice. had to hit up that happy hour mm-hmm. nice. i love it i love yeah. it so i'm i'm drinking i'm doing a mule i'm doing a what did i say it was an irish mule it's jameson yeah jameson irish. and ginger beer and a little bit of lime so i guess it'd be a irish mule or is it a kentucky mule I think it's bourbon. Oh. Kentucky bourbon. Yeah. I think it's Irish meal. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing a mule today. A little different than the last couple ones. It's uh, actually really delicious. Uh, So it's really good. I think we should all cheers. We're actually together so we don't have to have a fake cheers. Yay! There we go. We got a good cheers there. A good cheers. (laughs) Good cheers. Good cheers. Good cheers, guys. We did it. Mm -hmm. Mm. All right. So um, we really don't have any... um, any comments or questions from listeners this week? Uh, nothing there. I know. So, Greg, you want to talk about something? Go for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Laura came into this uh, podcast today with amazing gifts. Uh, we got notebooks uh, for us to write in while we're watching the movies, and they are themed according to our favorite horror movie. What's yours, Rob, is... Mine was The Grudge. The Grudge. Mine was The Grudge. So yours mm-hmm. has a very creepy eyeball and some kind of hair, hair. floating yeah. in front. It's super mm-hmm. scary. It's very creepy. Mine is from 28 Days Later. It's the graffiti that says the end is extremely fucking nigh from the beginning of the movie. I laughed uh, my head off when I saw this and I thought this was excellent. Thank you, Laura. You're Thank welcome. you, Laura. Thank You're you. Welcome. Oh, what is yours, Laura? What is yours? And so, well, I have like a I couldn't decide, but I decided to go with Halloween just because that's my favorite classic horror film. Mm. 
Um, and so mine is actually the logo from the Haddonfield High School, and it says 1978, which is super fun. Perfect, mm, perfect, yes. perfect. Yeah, I love, I love, I love that we have notebooks now. We got cups. Uh, we'll definitely be putting a picture of the notebooks onto Instagram and Twitter, yeah, just so you guys can all out. see. Check it out. Uh, it's really cool. Polo shirts. I don't know. I I brought. I got the cups. She got the notebooks. What do you bring? I gotta, come up, I gotta bring something to the game. Something Hoodies. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Okay. You gotta, you gotta step it up, Greg. I'm on it. Mm-hmm. Our logo. Give me, give me a month. I'll come up <laughs> uh, so, do we got any follow up, you guys, from any previous shows or anything? Um, I mean, we did Jeepers Creepers last week. Uh, I do have to say, I still love Justin Long, so I'll say that right away. Um, you haven't got any personal emails? He haven't got you since hasn't, that uh, No, hasn't reached out to me yet. Haven't checked my DMs though that closely, so we'll see. You know, um, he might slide in there. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> you guys still got anything from? No, no we're ready. We're just no, gonna move on. We're, we're gonna stick into my guns. You know, we're gonna, we're gonna let that, that be the last thing I say until we yeah. get into. The, okay, I all right, let's so. go. Let it right. linger. Yeah. That seems about right. It seems appropriate. Yeah. All right, so uh, so this week is actually my first movie choice. Yay. You know, we got got a pick here. Um, uh, I don't know if I regret it, but, <laughs> but I picked it. Uh, so we, we each had our top ten list. I'll, I'll just be up front. This is a little behind the scenes. We each had our top ten list we started with. Um, I saw this movie referenced on Twitter about a month ago, maybe. And I couldn't believe I forgot about it. And I remember this movie. So the movie I picked was uh, 1991's The People Under the Stairs. So this is Wes Craven uh, is directing this movie. But I, I remember... I remember, I remember renting this movie in when there was rental stores, really, you know, before Redbox. Um, and I remember our, my my mom at the time would take me and my brother to the rental store to get you know whatever movie we wanted for the week for the mm-hmm. weekend. And I remember seeing the image of this cover, which is a creepy house, and there's like a there's like a skull in the background, and it, it's a really it's a really good cover art for for a VHS for you know whatever. Um, yeah, it is very, it's a very good image. Mm-hmm. It, I don't feel it accurately. <laughs> no, it tells I, you what, yeah, no, it tells you nothing about the movie itself. I would have not picked that for the movie. I would have thought <sighs> the movie was about something different. Oh, it, well, it will kind of end up being something different. Um, yeah. So that's why I, I initially rented this movie back in the day. I mean, I, I am pretty sure this movie, was it rated R? It was. It was rated R? Or was it PG thirteen? No, it had to be an R. Rated R? There's no question. Yeah. Okay. About that. Rated R. So I definitely. I'm rate R. Yeah. <laughs> it was R. Yeah. I, I definitely was not. Uh, was it 18 years old then? I, I probably was maybe 15 when I rented this movie. So I remember it being really creepy. I remember a lot of the scenes. I I remember pretty much all the under the stair stuff. That's mm-hmm. that's what I mostly remember is that. The other stuff in this movie, I did not remember at all, and I probably wouldn't have picked this movie if I did remember it. So, just Can I ask one question, real quick, mm-hmm. just one step back from that is like, mm-hmm. you know, when when did this come? You know, you watched Fire in the Sky. How many years since that movie did you? Yeah, like why was would like, you want? Why would you want to? Yeah, that isn't Matt. That isn't a movie with like a big skull in the sky. Yeah. Oh man, I think we talked about Fire in the Sky was. 12-ish? Okay. Was 12-ish, I believe. So this must have been 16-ish. So in between there was nothing? It was just like... I would say in 
I mean, as far as I can remember, my I do not have the greatest memory. Like I said, I saw this image on Twitter and it, it made me remember it. I didn't yeah. remember it directly. Oh, okay. So I couldn't say what else I watched in that time frame. But I think 16-ish, like you're, what is that, like starting high school? Pretty much. Is that right, starting high school Second a bit? Year, I no, think. you're Sophomore? like midway through high school. Oh, okay. School. Well, maybe I was held back. I don't know. I don't so remember. you graduate mm-hmm. around 17, 18. Yeah, that's so. true. So it's like high school. You, 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 you want to be with your friends and watch things they like and I probably was not telling people I was scared of aliens back then I was trying to you know like, be like, this is a school okay. this is okay yeah, yeah. but that makes mm-hmm. sense it's almost like you were um, forced mm-hmm. just by yeah. your age mm-hmm. at that point yeah okay. yeah wow yeah, so that's uh, that's why I picked this movie just because I forgot about it, mm-hmm. and like I said, it was not on my top ten list. I I, <laughs> I don't know why I insisted on being like, wow, this should be, you know, this I'm gonna make this be my first uh, movie. So you know, everybody listening, you know, don't hold it against me. If you like it, that's great. You know, if you don't, I'm sorry. You know, um, so that's pretty much why I chose this movie. <laughs> We'll get into it a little bit later. We'll definitely get into the movie, and you can hear more about what I thought watching this movie. I got a lot of notes for this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so pretty much from that from that point, we're gonna go to uh, our next uh, segment. So we're gonna get to our, before we get to the movie, we're gonna go to our horror horrorish segment of the week now. And I got another uh, drop I created for that. This week we're gonna be doing. So this week we're going to be playing a game. We're going to be playing a game this week. So uh, I came up with a game that we're going to play this week before we get to the movie. This is a very. This is going to be. This is going to be really fun. It's going to be really fun. So a scale from mm-hmm. one to how Greg was the last time we were all together. How drunk are we going to get? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure about the drinking aspect of it. I just know this is going to be fun. It's going to be a little different too. Oh, it's going to be so, a drinking game. We'll oh, oh no! It will be. It's okay. a drinking game. So let me let me explain. So 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 this game, the game we're playing this week, its title is "Choose Your Own Horror Venture." So Ooh. it's going to be a choose your own adventure horror game venture? based in horror, based in horror. <laughs> Did I hear you right? Well, yeah. Okay. okay. Horror, horror venture. Horror venture. Horror 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 venture. Horror venture. I probably said it a little too fast. Right, yeah. Cool. Yeah. We're not. Greg, Greg, calm down, Greg. Show must go on. Calm down, Greg. Greg is going to have to ask Mm -hmm. questions about the rules. Yeah, yeah. So this (laughs) is... uh, I got to cap it at five, though. If I get past five, you can, like, smack me in the face. Okay, all right. So this is a... Yes, as hard as you can. (laughs) I mean, we all remember the Choose Your Own Adventure games, right? Back in the day. Books. Yeah, in the book form. I love those. I don't know. Do you guys watch Black Mirror? Yeah. I've watched some. I haven't watched. So the up most to date. recent one. I mean, it's been a while, but the most recent one that came out. Actually, it wasn't the most recent. It was the first one of this last season. Was all, they all, they almost did like a choose your own adventure? Did you watch that episode? Mm-mm. Um, oh yeah, yeah where you were able to pick on the TV. Yeah, you could what? You could pick the what yes. the people do. And mm-hmm. I thought that was such your remote control. Yeah, like you had to, if you're watching mm-hmm. it on a computer, then you had to click which one you wanted him to do. So my husband and I watched it, and then we even ended up watching it two more times and doing different options to see like how it ended each time. I thought that was such a cool idea. I don't feel it was done well with Black Mirror. I feel Black mm-hmm. Mirror started off really strong, and like a lot of things, just this last season was just mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, they did. I don't think they did it very well, but I just mm-hmm. think that is such a cool idea. Wow. What a cool movie! I like I that. Too. Yeah, no, definitely. We were talking about before. Just uh, we give points to movies or or even things we watch for being creative. Yes, and that's definitely they get points for being creative. Mm-hmm. You know, and you got to give yeah. me points for being creative right now because I'm yeah, doing it. Yeah, so. this is awesome. How many so points maybe, does he get? Maybe I'll be three. better. I get three points. 
Who's well, supposed to be like the point moderator? <laughs> yeah, like what, <laughs> we, how many points do we're we all collecting? Have? Like universal points for yeah. life. Yeah. Do I get three life points? Three life points. That's oh, it. like like power ups. I get yeah. three power ups. Mm-hmm. But Laura already lost one of her lives because she died. I so did die. She only has however many lives oh, left yeah, now. You're, you're one down. I'm I don't. A cat. I don't know. Oh, you started with seven. Yeah. Oh, they start with eight. Nine. Nine. Lives. nine. Okay, nine lives. Okay, sorry. I, I didn't watch Pet Cemetery either. Clearly, so okay. I, didn't, I don't know that one. Yeah. Okay. So let me let me explain the rules a little bit to you guys. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. So this is a scenario-based game where you are given two choices. Okay. You can choose to go down one path or the other, but be careful because your decisions truly dictate your demise. <laughs> oh. That's good. So that's a creepy laugh there. You gotta be careful what happens right what happens in this game. It's not me it's not me laughing. <laughs> So it's, a long, it's a long drop. It's a long drop. It's okay. It's all right. It's a long drop. The other twist. So you guys, I mean, you guys understand already. I'm going to give you a choice to make between yeah. two decisions. You guys make the choice. The thing I did want to tweak this a bit is you guys are a team. Oh. You guys are not against each other. So you need to have a decision which way you want to go oh, collectively. Yeah, take down your your partition. Yeah, take down your giant partition. <laughs> your giant notes, partition. Greg. Partition. Yeah, his, yeah, your creepy notes. Yeah. So are um, we playing against you? You're tra- like. Kind of like you're yeah. the dealer in Vegas. Sure, you can. Like... Fate. You're, yeah, you're playing against fate. You're trying to survive. You're so trying do you to survive. drink when you die? Yes, you drink when you die. Yeah. But so we, we die together? We die together. Well, you're, you're guys question. are together. Uh-huh. I feel like, uh-huh. is it going to be one of those things where no matter what we choose, we're going to die? I got to ask. Oh, I don't. Are there fair well, outcomes are there, to this? Are there There's, you know, possibly fair. winning choices? There's a possibility. I'm really good possibility, at this. you know? I, I feel like I had a high survival rate when mm-hmm. those books came out, and it was like, okay. yeah. you know, you'd always keep your finger on like a hundred pages back just in case you think you made the wrong decision. It's called cheating, Greg. That's cheating. Yeah. It's called cheating, Greg. Yeah, well, you can cheat. You can't cheat in this game. You can't yeah. even see what I'm doing here. I'm making oh, it so wow. you guys can't see it. All right. You know, well, we just have to use our brains there. All right. All right. Yeah, and, but I like I like the idea of making you guys a team because the first game you played, of course, you're against each other. Yeah. I wanted to change it up a bit and make sure you guys collectively make the decision. Well, okay. I mean, we have you to know? make a good team. You tell me all your ideas, and then I come up with the answer, and then I state it. So, wow. you, so, you, so you mansplain the game? Is that what you do? That is exactly. <laughs> what, thank you. Uh, you took the words right out oh, of my mouth. Man. I hope your wife I, doesn't listen to this. I just define I define teamwork right there, right? That's, that's teamwork. Awesome. Yeah. Wow, that sounds like the old 1950s Mad Men style of teamwork, where the women got no credit and the men just took it. We'll just see how let's see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Oh let's do this. God. Can mm-hmm. we like fist bump? That's teammates. Well, we Wish you guys could see my face right now. Oh, it wasn't man. a very enthusiastic Dang. fist bump. I'm pretty sure Greg lost a life right now. Yeah. He lost uh, a life. Oh, we're even. We're even. We're okay. <laughs> okay, all right. So let's so let's start. Let's start here, okay? So um so we got the first scenario. So we got pretty much this starts uh road trip. Mo- like we talked about before, most stories are gonna start with a road trip. And Michael Knight is with us. <laughs> Michael Knight is a. He's talking about you know he wanted to drive with Kit in the car and oh, be with Michael God. Knight. Yeah. Somehow, <clears throat> sorry, Laura I didn't mean ended to up in there. Derail your no, 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 no. It's okay. Go ahead. We we should just like we want to talk about uh, Human Centipede every episode. <laughs> we should bring up Michael Knight or Hasselhoff in every episode too. Now that would be a good crossover. Hasselhoff in Human Centipede movie. I'd pay wow. to see that. It's probably German to begin with, so <laughs> it'll be right there. 
I'm going to take a picture of Laura's face right now. I wish we could take a picture of Laura's face. You knew going to throw it in at some point, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why are you surprised? Uh, just, just to give you a heads up, on all the note breakdowns I have, the very last line before I say see it, it says human centipede. <laughs> in case I ever forget, I'll just flat out say it. She'll just be like, human centipede! And, human, then, and then cut, and then cut. Just so <laughs> you know, it, it'll be in every episode. That I one was a good... I think we need to do a Twitter poll if people mm -hmm. actually want to hear us mm -hmm. talk about human centipede, or if they... We, are just like, hey, shut up, Rob. We don't want to hear about this anymore. Well, we'll see what they want to and say. And then you got to listen uh -huh. to the fans, That's man. true. That's true. I'll bring up. That's baby. Oh, just that's true. What they yeah. want to consume. That's so. true. That's true. Okay. Okay. So let's choose get, let's, your own horror venture. Choose your own horror venture. Horror venture. Yeah, we're not doing the other one there. Yeah, we're doing this one. Um, so, yeah, so we're on a road. You guys are on a road trip. Okay. You know, you guys threw Hasselhoff out of the car. You're in Kit. Kit's not working too well right now. So you guys are driving along and your guys' car breaks down. Oh, oh man. The car, for some reason, you souped up Kit a little too much in that car. <laughs> it's done. Yeah, yeah. So your guys' car, your guys car is done. Toast. Toast. Michael, Michael Knight, the car is not working anymore. Are we driving a fire truck? Where did the alarm come from? No, that was just, I think the uh, air was coming out of somewhere. Oh. I'm not a mechanic, Greg. It's... <laughs> This is not AutoZone podcast. <laughs> I don't know anything about that, okay? Get in the zone. Okay, all right. Yeah, so your guys' car breaks down. So you guys... <laughs> hey, they're not paying us. We can't... We're not going to advertise them. How dare you? How dare you? No, we're taking that back. Unless they give us mortar oil. Yeah. Okay. All right, so your guys' car breaks down. It's on a desolate uh, gravel road, okay? So here's your guys... No, you guys need to collect... Why are we on gravel? You pulled over to the side of the road, and there's gravel on the side. Driving, paved right? Michael Knight was clearly driving. <laughs> you said graves already? Oh my god! You should be cut. You called the graves out the gates like that? I think you just need to change your name legally, Greg. I need, a, I need a name tag. Hi, my name is. I was trying to say gra I don't know. Oh, gra uh, okay. gravel. Mm -hmm. Who's driving? Michael Knight was driving. Is Greg driving? And then, well, he's a man. He probably assumes he wants to drive. Because mm -hmm. if Greg and I are on a road trip and mm -hmm. we're driving on gravel, mm -hmm. then I'm pretty sure we're not a team because Greg's out to murder me. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> you were out to murder it's me. It's that story it's that with, mm -hmm. with that guy. Yeah. I was well. I was gonna say no. You're driving on a normal road. I don't know why we're spending so much time on this. <laughs> we didn't even start you the game. Knew we were gonna do I it. know. I know. It's true. Your car broke down. You pulled over to the side of the road, which is gravel. Which most. is where Greg. Is gonna kill me. Well, possibly. He's probably, Graves digging. He's probably pissed you can't get his name right. So I think Graves it's justified. Digging. He's gonna be digging my body. Mm -hmm. That's true. He will be. He will be. Life. Okay. So all right. So you guys, you guys, you guys are on the side of the road. Your car broke down. You got to make a choice now. Okay. Mm -hmm. So your first choice is you'll just walk along the road until someone finds you, or uh, there's a house in the distance. You go. You want to go ask for help. So do you choose to sit by the There's road? A description from the house. You didn't say what it looked like. It could be a beautiful mm -hmm. house. All right, mm -hmm. I w I'm going to say right out the. Wait, the we, have to, we have to talk first. Oh, before you give Rob the <laughs> Greg's just already wandering off by himself somewhere. Yeah. Okay, so if it's a California mm. State Highway, there's a call box every so hundred feet within a mile. We'll be able to find one. If we get past a mile, I'm going to go back to that house. What do you think? I, but that's basically saying that's. That's not giving him an answer. Well, yeah, no. Do you want to go to the house yeah. or do you want to well, wait no, I, for I, someone I, I, to help what you? What would you do then we can compare our answers? Mm -hmm. Honestly, I think I'm going into the house because mm -hmm. I have no reason to think that there's going to be something 
Unless it's a haunted house. Malicious in house. that house. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm smart enough to where if I get a weird vibe from the get go, mm-hmm. I'm running. Okay. You know, okay. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because so. roads are dangerous. What if someone's driving really fast and like doesn't see us? Mm-hmm. Is it nighttime? I'm assuming it's nighttime and then they hit us or. Probably nighttime. Yeah. You know, it's a horror movie. What if it's, we're nighttime? it's a horror movie. Most of all things. I think all horror movies are nighttime. You go up to a house at nighttime, knock on the door and be like, can I use your phone? Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. Call box first. Mm-hmm. Okay, look, I'll, I'll, I'll help you out a little bit. It seems like you guys are having trouble. Okay, let's it go. Is a, it, it's a pretty creepy looking house. It's a creepy looking house. No. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. We're walking down the road. Yeah? Is that a decision? Right. Walking down the road? We're walking down the road. Okay, all right. Thank you for, for making the decision. Right? Yes. right? Okay. Okay, yes. all right. So you guys are going to start walking down the road. Okay? So you guys are walking down the gravel road. There's a little bit of bushes there. You guys are going to start walking around, okay? Uh... Next thing you know, a car is coming up close. It's a toothless trucker in his truck, okay? Does he have a goosebumps mask and uh, crazy Santa hair? No, no, he's just a, he's just a you know, country guy no. out, out there, you know? How can we identify um, him as a toothless trucker at nighttime from several hundred feet away? Yeah, I don't know. You heard, you, heard, you heard that music, and I think you just assumed what was happening there. Um, we're racist, and we're waiting. Yeah. So he so he comes along and he asks you if you need a ride. Okay. So your choice now is you tell him no thanks and continue to walk along the road, or uh, you think he's a nice guy and you sit, you jump in the front seat, and you guys get in the car. But see, this is my point. If we didn't get in the car, why didn't we go in the house? Exactly. It's very well, similar. If we didn't want to go to the truck, now can we go back to the house? No, not in, I'm only giving you two but decisions. So that, but then that's the thing. Why are we trusting a toothless driver yeah. over a haunted house? But then also, if we keep saying no to all these opportunities, mm-hmm. we, we might just die just in the, the elements. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so, let's, at this point, we have to okay, take a risk. Well, let's filter it past crazy one-toothed trucker. Okay. <laughs> so, let's, so let's wait for let's let him pass. A businessman? Yeah. But then why is he by himself? Have you ever seen a businessman in a horror movie? Though? That's very American Psycho. It is. Oh, really? Okay. Well, we want mm-hmm. something in between, like a middle class. I'm just heading home to my family. You want a woman. You want a woman to pick you up. Well, Whoa. Yeah, because... Oh. Uh, no, you, you thought this title was, was different title. Yes, yeah. I think men are known to be more aggressive mm-hmm. on the numbers, right? So we're going to let this dude pass. Let's let him keep All going right, down yeah. So you're telling him no thanks? Let's keep you're telling him no thanks? Okay, okay. You told him no thanks, so he wants to go. Okay, uh, so the trucker doesn't take no for an answer. He gets out of his He gets out of his car, okay, and he chases after you guys. He's and, already chasing. Yeah, us? he's already chasing after you guys. He didn't even know we were going to be there. Yeah, he chases after you guys. To go on a foot chase? Yeah, he chases after you guys and decapitates you with an axe. Oh, yeah, so he's God. getting out again. And he's chasing after you. He's chasing you guys. You guys are trying to run away, and then there goes your guys' head. You guys are both dead. What the fuck? <laughs> wow, well, I mean, we rolled the dice, but we really got bad luck. That was yeah. What are the mm-hmm. odds that the next person that would come up would be mm-hmm. an axe murderer who's also, if he's toothless Sorry. and he's carrying a heavy axe, I am mm-hmm. really confident I can outrun him. But, yeah? All right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, is he doing Pilates? Mm-hmm. Or how, how fast can he run? <laughs> all right. Let's go back and go to the house. Okay. So, you guys. So, we can. So, we do can, we? Yeah. Are we starting over? No, you guys start again. Yeah, we start again. Okay. You start again. I mean, you definitely are not going to go down that same choice. I mean, you can. We can start. We'll start all the way over again. So, you guys, car breaks down. You guys are broken down again. Do you guys start walking down the road again? Or do you guys go to the house? Well, well but the... isn't the toothless driver just going to come back? Yeah, yeah but you can also foresight. you can also make the decision to get in the car with him. 
and not tell him fuck you. So you think he came out after us with an axe because he was slighted? He was like, don't you I tell agree. me not to kidnap you. Yeah, he'd, he heard him. You, you're dead. You told him he had one tooth. No, and, and he's house. the opposite. See? You're going house? But you, yeah. you're going house with the foresight of knowing that a toothless trucker is going to come and kill us. If you didn't know that, we would still go no house. Maybe trucker? Okay, let's go to the house. Let's go to the house. Go to the house? Okay. Let's check out the house. Okay, so you guys decided to go to the house. Uh, okay, so you're, you, you decided to go to the house. You decided to go to the house, right? Okay. So you have a choice to make then, okay? So you can either you you you're you're already kind of nervous because it is a creepy looking house. Okay. So you either decide to bring a weapon with you. Oh, we have so a weapon. So so you have yeah, you have for sure you have chains. You can bring chains with you. Are you good with chains? You know. <laughs> or if I know Greg, he wants to probably bring chips because he's hungry, and he wants to start snacking on chips as he walks down How the road. That? How is that a weapon? <laughs> I'm just saying I know Greg, and he probably would choose chips over a weapon because he's a little bit hungry. Can I choose my weapon? I only have a chain drop, so you can have chains. What, 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 if, what would be in a, in a random card that you were not prepared for? Like what if we just so happen to have like a hunting knife, and if you want a sound bite, I can do one for you. Reep, 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 reep. <laughs> And I got the end sound bite for the episode. Perfect. Okay. So that's okay. So you you guys are definitely choosing. So you guys definitely are choosing a weapon then, and not chips. Yes. You sure about that, Greg? I'm not, and here's why: we could give the chips. You're just so hungry. No, to an animal that wants to come and attack us, and we could satiate him for a few minutes while we get into the house. It's Mm -hmm. it's an idea. If you live out in the middle of nowhere, you probably have a guard animal. Also, if the house owner sees us approaching with chains, they're going to be like, mm. oh, let's get aggressive. That's true. That is a dead giveaway mm-hmm. to kill us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. if you come up with okay. chips. Right. So chips, we that's such a bad idea. Wow. <laughs> I can't believe you chose chips. That's crazy. We're so Greg good is thing. just really good at talking mm-hmm. people out of something because he won't let it. Okay. He'll have an excuse no matter what I say, mm-hmm. and so eventually it's just always going to be me giving in. I mean, that's mm-hmm. part of it, but I do yeah. like your ideas. <laughs> okay, so you guys take your chips. Okay. Okay, so you have your chips, you're eating them, you're walking along, you're starting to eat the chips because Greg couldn't wait. I know, Greg, you couldn't wait to eat those chips. You eat them on a podcast, you definitely would eat them in the wilderness. So you're eating the chips. Uh, next thing you know, some mutants come flying out of the house and you've been hacked to pieces. I don't accept these <laughs> wow. outcomes. And then they eat your chips. <laughs> then they eat your chips. They right. smell okay, the well, chips. Okay, they so smell the chips. We have to change everything. our game plan. Okay. I can't. What else? I'm choosing the wrong path. <laughs> don't listen to Grusty. What else rusty. is there to do? You go with chains. Choose the. You can choose this. Okay. Swinging mm-hmm. it over your head like you're gonna beat someone to death. Mm-hmm. All right. Bring the chains. Okay, so you got the chains. Okay, yeah. you got the chains. Okay, so you have your chains. You're you got the chains with you. You're walking up to the house again. How is that gonna? You're walking up. It's aliens. Yeah. Okay. Then as you approach the house, the door swings open. Okay, the door. Uh, okay, the door swings open, and there's an old woman in a rocking chair sitting there. The door swings open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's an old woman in a rocking chair sitting there. Okay. All right. So now you have now you have another choice to make. Okay. You bet what your first choice. You bet the nice grandma will help you. She might even bake you some cookies. You go in and talk to her. Question. Or uh huh. 
is she facing us? Okay, all right. Okay, so you can go up. You're going to trust her. You're going to go up to the house for that, okay? Or... She's answering for us. Or, or, or your other... Your other choice. You're going to survive. You're going to choose yeah. the right... You think, to your, you think to yourself, that's a little creepy. So you go around back and see if anyone else... You go around back of the house to see if anybody else can help you. I want to fight head on. So let's trust her. I'm going to trust Laura's instincts on this You're going to trust the old trust woman? Her. Yeah. Okay, you, tr- you trust her. Because I can take an old no, woman. No, I'm not trusting the old woman. I'm I can take an old decision. woman. And mm-hmm. if you tell me that something mm-hmm. happens and I die again, I straight up don't accept that. Well, if you didn't describe her face, you don't know what's in the shadows. But she's facing us, so... Uh... She's mm-hmm. quote unquote facing mm-hmm. us, but she doesn't have a face. Okay, so, so you guys are going... It's like an alligator. Okay, so you guys are, ready. You guys are going to the house. Okay, so you guys are hoping for cookies. So she's going to maybe bake you guys some cookies. She's going to bake you guys some cookies, maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe if she is evil, we can pretend we're evil people, too, and get on her side. Mm -hmm. Evil meets evil. Mm -hmm. And then we become collaborators. Okay. Okay. Whatever option that is, I'm going to go that way. (laughs) Okay. uh, I'm sorry to say, though, that that wasn't a grandma. It was a witch. Uh, And she... She I snorted there. She uh, she scoops out your guys' eyes for her potion. So she's scooping out your guys' eyeballs and putting it in the potion. I'm sorry. I mm-hmm. fully believe that there's no right answer to this game, and we're dying. He so told us that you could get no, to the right answer. You know, you guys right. might have should have got in the thing with the trucker. There might have been one right answer, and you made the wrong choice. Can now you're going down this path. To the trucker, knowing that you have them. Down that path, you didn't bring chips with you down that path. Oh, we so. didn't. Okay, mm-hmm. let's go to the no. trucker chipless. So you're going... Chipless! <laughs> chipless and he's toothless, so perfect. <laughs> and we get on I that truck that with down. gusto. We get okay. on there with the most enthusiasm. Okay, let me uh, yeah. let me, let me run yeah, down let me, let me run down your guys' options for if you want to make corrections now, because clearly you guys just keep dying. Okay, so you could either now... Your car broke down. You can either get in... The truck with the trucker, get in with him, not mm-hmm. not slight him or anything mm-hmm. like that. Or your other one would be now to you still go towards the house and you avoid the witch that's gonna scoop out your eyeballs. You know, we didn't have get the those to avoid the witch. Oh, because you, we didn't yeah. go around back. Yeah. Okay. So she wanted to get those peepers. Gotcha. She got them peepers. She got <laughs> those eyes. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> she probably had Santa Claus here. So, really cool. like yeah, so she you guys can either go get in the truck with the trucker right now or you guys can go around back of the house and kind of see what's back there. I feel like Rob so what do you want really to do wants here? us to go with the trucker. I know. So let's just we do need it. to go to the opposite. Don't so you want to go you want to play into his game? He's jigsaw now. Okay, get in the truck. <laughs> get in the truck. You guys get yeah, in the truck with the without, trucker without offending. You think he's a nice guy? You say heck yeah. Cool. You yeah. Jump, so okay, so you guys you jump. Go. You guys jump in the front seat of the truck, okay? Uh, we both jump in the front seat, so we're sitting trailer? like a line of three people. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, of course, yeah, 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 of course. You know, <laughs> Greg put you towards him, of course. Of Greg, course. Greg is, Greg is not gonna, yeah, he's yeah. not gonna be I like I'm a window window seat. <laughs> Oh my god. If anything happens, I can get back wow, to the house. Wow, I'm looking this real fast. Yeah. Right. Okay, so you guys got in the car with the trucker, uh, and then I'm sorry to tell you that there's no nice guys in horror movies, so you guys get your guys get your uh, heads cut off again. at this game. You guys both get your heads cut off by the trucker. Gee, Rob, so, what mm, happens if I run around the other side mm-hmm. of the house? I told you this is going to be a, a long one. If we were good at this mm-hmm. game, it would take one minute to mm-hmm. get through. Do you, you realize mm-hmm. that? We're I don't know. I think that we're almost too good at it. Like, we've seen too many horror movies, so we're actually making smart decisions. We're yeah. so good, we've made every wrong decision yeah. thus far. Yeah, okay. Okay. that's what I think. I, get, I buy your logic. Okay, alright, so you guys corrected yourself. Cheers. Cheers. 
Hey, we're only down like three or four lives. I know. Yeah, it's Five okay. Lives. It's all right. It's it's like Groundhog Day. So you guys are able just to keep trying yeah. over again. Or even like, a like happy, happy death, death day. day. There you go. Happy death day. Yeah. yeah. We're always going to have that. Exactly. Damage, there you go. Yeah, I'm sorry. You guys have the scars. That's true. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you guys decided to go around the house. You guys are going around the house. You're walking around the house again. You're trying to tiptoe around the witch. You don't want her to see you again and get those eyes. Uh, okay. Okay, so you get around the house, and now you see some children playing with shovels in the sand. Ooh, there's sand? Are we at the beach? No, you're just around... You're not by the beach. Or, why, are, or, why are they shoveling sand? By the... What's it called? A sand, sandbox? Sandbox, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they're la- the kids the, the kids are laughing. They're well, digging. Well, if the witch lives there, then these are clearly the children of the band. They're not, they're not real good kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you guys see the kids there. They're, they're digging in the sand, you know. Mm-hmm. So your choice now is, uh, one, you don't like kids. You uh, you sneak into a nearby shed, you see, Do not to, engage the kids. to steal tools and fix your car. So you see a sh- you see a shed and you're like oh okay I can go in there and get some tools to fix the car. Mm, shit's always you bad know? ideas though. You know? trapped. Or or you think uh, kids you know totally love you. You you'll go <laughs> say hi to them. You'll go say hi to the kids. So go say hi to the kids or go to the tool shed. Yeah, let's go say hi to the kids. I shoveling don't sand say, in the middle of the night. I don't want to say hi to the kids. In nowhere. I don't want to say hi to the kids. Me neither. Are the kids really pale with white hair and white eyes and matching dresses? Yeah. yeah. I would say it's the same. There's some, for some reason, there's a there's a light overhead, and you can't see their faces. <laughs> no, no kids. Nope. You never no kids. Really kids. They're no kids. not. They're no kids. Children. Okay, so you guys sneak. You guys want to sneak yeah. into the shed. Okay, yeah. you guys want to sneak into the shed. Okay, uh, you guys want to sneak into the shed. Okay, so you guys open the shed door, but sadly, thieves never survive in a horror movie, and there's zombies in there, oh and God. they attack you. Mm-hmm. I hate the this game. the worst game ever. I hate this We're game. the worst at it, that's why. No, it's, there's no way to win this game. There is, you don't go in the shed. Speak to the oh strange. Greg, you do keep the... going like, no, we made the wrong decision, we just have to do that. We've Greg, 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 I haven't long have I known you, Greg? Like, uh, ten years? Yeah. You are the most optimistic person I've ever met, and that's why you it's keep... It's driving me crazy. You know what the torture of this game is? It's putting us on the same team. Because that's why I did it. We used to have bad luck when we collaborate. Look oh, at this. Mm-hmm. Shit. Yeah. Okay. So then, so then your obvious choice is you're going to go talk with the kids, right? Well, what else are you going to do? Yeah. I know. What yeah. else are you going to do? Go right. That's your only other option, right? Chat with them. Yeah. You both have children. You both like children. You might as well go talk to them. Great restaurant. You know. Yeah. Right. Let's yeah. Talk to you know. Kids. Come on. Children so you guys go. With the witch. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the sandbox. And, and with the zombies with in the mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you guys go walk up. You want to talk to the kids. You know, they're having fun. Oh, I'm sorry. The kids hit you in the head with a shovel and bury you alive. Oh. You guys. Sorry. You guys are getting burned. Exhausted every sub mm-hmm. That's my point. There's mm-hmm. no winning. Yeah, Rob, so, I want to so, murder you. That's so, the option. So just the end. Just to let you guys know that there's no winners in a horror movie. <laughs> oh my God, are you kidding? Sorry, me? sorry to let you guys know there's no winners in this movie. You know, I feel so. I'm sorry. <laughs> the winner is me and the listeners. That's that's the winners of this game. Let's let this laugh that out. We were like the worst at this type of game, which mm-hmm. see, I knew this was happening all along, which is why I was getting more irate with mm-hmm. every new option because I was like, "There's no way so, to win it." I gave you the most credit. I was like, "Rob's mm-hmm. is going to show us the light at the end of this tunnel very soon." Sorry, man. There was no man. light at the tunnel. Wow, I feel like mm-hmm. I was just taking advantage. You, of it. you chose David Hasselhoff. This is what you get. <laughs> 
Laura, I'm sorry. You were just along for the ride. I'm sorry. Wait, you don't mean to tell me that there's not even one of those branches that you think might lend to your survival the most? Oh, I don't know. I'm just going off what the docket said. Yeah, none of those equated oh, to a winning well, so situation. The, you're the winner on this one? Yeah, me and the listeners. We're, wow. we're the winners of the game, not you, you guys. Smackdown, Laura. So what we should have done is said, no, Rob, I don't want to play this game. <laughs> you should have we said, win. yeah, you should, you should have said, no, the, the hours you put in to make this and get sound bites, <laughs> screw you. That's what you should have said, yeah. You should have gone for exactly. the games with it, mm-hmm. just not watched. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, you, you should have hit the rewind button. Um, well, I will button. say that was extremely creative. Yeah, that was really good. Really good. Yeah, really that was well fun. Done. I was love great. being manipulated for 20 straight mm-hmm. minutes and my mind twisted. But don't you it. feel like sad and depressed right now? <laughs> I feel really... Because you know what? I truly believe I'm surviving a horror movie. So mm-hmm. to then be in a game where there's no hope and no right answer mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter what happens to me, I just feel like, no, that is not my destiny. I'm sorry. I don't accept this. Well, okay. Sometimes it mm-hmm. is, though. Sometimes you just... You know, a rock out of space hits right, you and kills you. You and I are surviving a horror movie. Mm-hmm. I think we are. We've seen too many things to <laughs> yeah. not know what the right answer is. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. next time next time we do it, I'll give you guys a couple options where you actually survive. <laughs> but then you're forced to turn on each other like Saw. You get Ooh. stuck in the basement and you have to cut somebody's belly open for a key. <laughs> and that's the end. That's the end. That'd be a good ending, though. At least one of you survived. You scared me with that one. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward I like to that, that game, one. though. Mm-hmm. That's probably the premise lead to Chris Rock's Saw movie, so... You're welcome, Chris. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. All right, so the game's over now. Nobody survived. You know, that was very fun for me. Um, yeah. So now it's time to uh, get to our movie this week, and we're going to peek under the stairs and get them gold coins. Yeah! Get them gold coins. Money, money, money. Yeah, we need to get those coins. You know, so we're doing uh, people under the stairs. I don't the want the coins. Uh, I want the dollar dollar bills flying through the air. Not the dollar bills. Oh, yeah, the dollar money, bills. Money, money, Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So we're doing uh, People Under the Stairs, 1991 movie. Uh, this is uh, you know Wes Craven before Scream, which was 1996. I think he only but done a... after Nightmare on Elm Street. Did he do Nightmare on Elm Street? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I didn't have that in there. I also put that he died. Hmm. Yes. I didn't realize so he. I didn't realize he, I didn't realize he passed away. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't realize that. So I was like, oh, okay, you know. Um, I just put, I put in here. Yeah, the late Wes Craven. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, this is another one where uh, budget was six million dollars. I think that's similar. Nice. Almost all the movies we've done were about five or six million dollars. Hmm. You know, this one um, only made thirty-one point four million. It's still good, but not great. Yeah. I mean, so this was nineteen ninety-one. So you know, you got to equate that dollar amount in there. And this one, um, there's an interesting fact that Craven uh, stated that the people under the stairs was partially inspired by a news story from the late 1970s in which two burglars broke into a Los Angeles household, uh, inadvertently causing the police to discover two children who had been locked away by their parents. So this is based in somewhat of a true story, uh, which I thought was really crazy, you know? I mean, the true story was probably better than this movie. Yeah, but, but I, I, mm-hmm. it's a cool idea. How dare you? Yeah, like you talk about the premise. The premise is 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 lock solid, lock yeah. solid premise of this movie. Yeah, I mean, there's you know, there's like we talked about before. You know, why did he make this movie? In a 1991 interview, uh, Craven with Fangoria at the time, he was talking about it. Stated that the film is much closer to The Hills Have Eyes than anything he's done in a long time. Um, he said it's a raw film with no dreams in it whatsoever. 
Uh, he said it's an extraordinary real situation involving an awful family that shouldn't exist, but unfortunately often does. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of other references. They talk about this movie that has to deal with society itself and yeah. poor and rich. And it's a, you know, there's there's things in this where the, there's one part in the movie where they show like uh, the TV. And I think it's like, what is the Iraq war going on yes. or something like this. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff in this mm-hmm. movie that is playing on society and, yeah. and tropes and stuff like that. And, and he said himself, I think, in commentaries that it, it, this movie is is a display of society at the time for him, what he thought, yeah. which is interesting, you know. So for the movie, it's time for Laura to give her synopsis. Oh, yeah. Laura, you want to give your synopsis? Okay. So we have our main character, Fool, little boy. And unfortunately, he lives in a not great part of town, as he calls the ghetto. Um, his mom is really sick. They're very poor. They're on the verge of getting kicked out. Um, he finds out from some, you know, other people in the building and friends of the family that the landlo- the landlords are very rich and they like to screw people out of their homes and, um, and that they have a gold coin collection. And so being a little kid wanting to help out his family, he decides to go with two other adults to <laughs> attempt to rob this house and steal the mm-hmm. coins. Uh, not feeling bad doing this, knowing that they've been kind of screwing families for a while, uh, and they're not good people. Um, and so the hope is to be able to steal those coins and take care of his family financially, and that is obviously mm-hmm. not quite what goes down. Exactly, exactly. Uh, we've talked about in previous podcasts that I have a thing for liking movies because of the actors that are in the movies yeah so the kid the kid the kid from this movie is the kid from mighty ducks and sandlot Sandlot. and sandlot so i love both those movies and moonwalker did you guys not watch that what's moonwalker is that michael jackson that's michael jackson oh greg we're not greg we're not supposed to talk about michael jackson anymore you didn't didn't get the memo it's a great movie the kid like plays like a Baby Michael Jackson, he like does really? all his moves. Oh, yeah, I've never that's seen what that. when I first saw him on screen, I thought, oh, the Moonwalker kid. Yeah, you guys uh-huh. didn't think that. Okay, cool. No. Actually, I was surprised mm-hmm. with the cast, and then Leroy from Pulp Fiction. We got Vin Rames. Yes, yes. Vin Rames. So I do have a question. I recognize the kid who plays Roach, but then yeah. I don't remember figuring out what he's from. That he's he's in a lot of different things. It's just like a, like secondary, a secondary, tertiary character. He got it. Plays kind of like a he's like kind of a weird looking yeah, guy. So he plays yeah. like a weird thing character okay. i couldn't i couldn't yeah like you i couldn't think of like oh he's from this yeah. or he's from that i didn't like i just know like oh i've seen him in things before mm-hmm. yeah i don't think he ever got his big break especially after this movie yeah even, even, even though i think he was actually <laughs> even even though i think he was actually pretty good in this movie I thought he was actually, oh, yeah. you know, pretty good. You know? Oh, well, of course, um, everyone loves Roach, right? Like, he's... Yeah, yeah. Feel for him. He ends up being such a good, a good little boy, even though they thought mm-hmm. he was a bad boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So disgusting. Exactly. Uh, so, do what do you guys want to start <laughs> as far as the movie goes? Any things you want to jump out right away? Um Oh, we, don't, we, don't, we don't. We don't. We don't. That's true. It is my movie. I'm used to just. I'm used to. This is the first time where it's my movie. I'm used to just hosting mm-hmm. and kind of letting you guys kind of dictate the pace as far as kind of things go a bit. Um, yeah, I mean, I have my notes here. Like I said, the kid from Mighty Ducks was something I noticed right away. This is. Uh, I talked about this is the only time where I'm probably not gonna love the movie because I love the actor. <laughs> you know, this didn't. Uh, I did put on my notes here. 
before I watched this movie, uh, I talked about that I remember, you know, seeing it a long time ago when I was little, and I remember the cover, and all I remember is the people under the stairs parts. That's all I remembered, which to me are the scariest parts in this movie. They're really fucked up. So I gave it an original, like, three-star rating out of five from my what I could remember. Oh, okay. So just letting you guys know, like, that's where I was starting at in this mm-hmm. movie, you know, and then... We'll definitely talk about fall, the stars falling out of the sky and all that stuff. And this movie keeps going along, you know. Um, so yeah, so like like Laura said, this movie, you know, it has the two rich people. They break into the house. Um, I don't even know where to start with this movie. I don't even know where to start. That's why I really want one of you guys just to start, and I'll okay, start picking up well, things. Okay. You, you start. I have you guys a start. question. Okay. What did you like about the movie? Oh man, what did Find I like it. about this movie? Um, I, oh, wow. There, <laughs> to be honest, there is not a lot I liked in this movie. There is, there is, to be honest, there is not a lot I liked in this movie. I think right off the bat, I was like, this is a bad choice. Really? Pretty quickly on. Pretty quickly when on. When do you think that? And I mean, I would say, because it opens up with them in the, uh, what do you want to call it? The the poor house, their ho- the place their they home. live, their, their home. home, their, their home. home, their home. You know, I mean, clearly, I think at one They're point I even made a note they were showing like the the home, but not even just the home, but the kids walking up the stairs, and they're showing people. And I swear, there's dogs chewing on a human foot, <laughs> and that's like the opening like scene, which I think is like creepy. But I'm just like, holy shit! It's probably like an animal's bone. I, it looked like a, I saw toes, man. I saw toes on that thing. Um, but I think the the opening sets it up pretty well. Like you talk about, yeah, you know, they don't have any money. They need money. The mom is, or the, is the mom right? The it's, mom it's is sick. The grandmother. The grandma grandmother is has sick. Yeah, so they need but money. It's the mom. No, it's it his could, mom. It could have been the mom. It's his mom. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. she's sick. They need money, and then you know the Vin Rames guy, who I still don't know who he is. He's a friend of the family. Yeah. I thought he was. I thought he he was, lives in the building, and he's friends with his that's, older sister. He knows. His oh, older okay. Sister. I thought yeah. it was like the boyfriend. The mom's boyfriend that's what i kind of took no, it as. No, no, no. okay all right okay um yeah so he's you know talks about that like oh you know i heard about this this guy especially the people that own this uh, building they're rich they have gold coins so we should break in you know um then you go to the part where they're yeah they're, they're staking out the the house and I, there is some vin rames lines in here that i wrote down <laughs> that i was just like i can't believe Wes craven wrote this shit yeah there are some lines in here uh let me, let me uh so he has one. Okay, so there's the one where he's talking about. I think the 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 whatever the white. What's the white guy's thieves' name? I don't know what the white guy's name is. Ben Rames. Spencer. Spencer. Mm-hmm. When he goes in the house and he's doing his thing, and Ben Rames says the comment something about that if he's the president, then uh, then that makes him the secretary of pussy. Mm-hmm. I was like. Wes Craven, you're writing this? You sat down at your probably original typewriter and you wrote down Secretary of Pussy? I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, I chuckled a bit, but it just, I was just, it's I was thrown back. And then there were more, yeah. more and more yeah. like that. Well, that's his, that's his character, though. I, yeah. I get he, that. He's like a d bag. Like. I, I get that, but at the same time, it's like there's a kid in this movie too. Like there's a kid in this movie. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh well, no, no, that that was part of it. The fact that he would swear in front of the yeah. uh, the kid. Yeah. I would say the kid's like 13. Yeah. So that's. <laughs> oh, what does he say? Oh, because he has the comment. Yeah. Today. So I, I wrote it down here. Ass so so he says 13. He said too old to get tit, too young to get ass. Too old to too, get tit from like your mom. You're too old to no, drink tit milk, but you're too young to get ass. That's the one I wrote down where I was like, Wes, yeah. Wes, Craven, you know, I'm sorry. You're past. I'm sorry to put this on you, but you wrote this, and this is crazy. 
You know, like I said, I know him from Scream. I know him from these other movies. But they, they I guess Scream does have some form of humor in it. Uh-huh. That he, this, I don't know why I was Did so shocked. Did it not fit the character? No, I'm not saying it doesn't fit the character. It fits Vin Rhames. That's I, all I. I mean. think Vin Rhames. Maybe he improvises. Maybe this is Vin oh, Rhames. These, these are things he says in real life. I have no idea. But just watching this, I was not. Ex- I don't remember this movie at all. So I was like, "What is going on here already?" That's what ten minutes into the movie. He's saying these lines, yeah. and I'm like, what is happening in this movie? Interesting. You know? Okay. Uh, so that right away, I was like, wow. I wouldn't say I was checking out at that point already, but I was just, like, taken back by what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I went into this thinking, like, this is going to be really creepy and mm. really scary, because that's all I remember is the creepy stuff. <laughs> and being like, what is happening right now? This is like, you know, like like a joke, like comedy. It's- it was very and, silly. I wrote yeah, that a few times. Very like, silly. silly. Exactly. This very silly. silly. I, yeah. Very silly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the um, best word to describe it. Yeah, so then, I mean, b- beyond that, you know, they, they definitely get into the house. I and mean, we could talk about, let's talk about the, the mommy and daddy. Let's talk oh. about their characters. Two, yeah. two, two actors and actresses. I, I don't I don't recognize them from anything either. No. But creepy as fuck. Okay, yeah, so there's a, there's a female and a male. Um... And they're supposedly couples that own this large, old Victorian house that used to be a funeral home. And you know that they have lots of gold inside, or that's the lore. So they lock all the windows and all the entrances, and they have a high amount of security in their house. Um, and you go through this movie, and they're they're essentially they're the landlords um, of this like decrepit area of the projects where everyone... Um, doesn't have the money to pay everyone gets evicted so uh, essentially what they need to do is come up with some money to pay their rent and they find out that these this couple has gold it's inherited wealth from their ancestors whatever so we find out at some point during the movie they have what we think is a daughter it's a girl that they have trapped in their home alice alice Alice. and she essentially um she doesn't say anything she says yes ma'am no, sir, blah, blah, blah. She sticks to the rigid guidelines, serves them food, cleans her room, etc. And then at some point later on in the movie, we found out they're actually not husband and wife, that they're, they're brother and sister mm-hmm. who sort have of a, inherited this property mm-hmm. from you know their family. It's one of the big reveals, I guess, third, the, third act of the movie. Stealing children. Yeah, and that they're too was creepy. Children. But one thing, one thing I made a note here on is like they're supposed to be rich, right? So I put on my notes. I put, aren't they rich? Why is this lady making ugly ass clothes for Alice? There's a part where she's like <laughs> sewing her thing. I'm like, aren't they rich? Is super nasty inside. Yeah. So yeah. So I don't. I mean, this was about ninety. Well, I think part huh? of the idea was, you know, there, it's obviously the, the movie's an entire social commentary. Part of it is is this malicious notion that people who want power and wealth, you know. I feel like I'm not woke enough to talk about the subject, but in terms of like wealth inequality, right? I mean, you're you're already pro Michael Jackson, so I don't know which way you can go there. It, it's this malicious idea that people who have power and wealth just want to keep it and don't want to do anything. So that's probably why they had an ugly house. Why they didn't want to spend any of the they money? They didn't want to spend. It. They mm-hmm. just wanted to have it, mm-hmm. just so others didn't have it. That was, mm-hmm. I thought, part of the you idea. Know what I thought was really so interesting. So hence the, the mm-hmm. weird dress that wasn't new. Or that's true. I think mm-hmm. it's interesting how you also just said how all of that security was because of the gold. I actually saw it more. That was all no, that security it was, was to, to, keep to keep the kids, kids in. in. Yeah, it had nothing to do and with so people. No one would ever yeah. come in, and they can just continue to torture. And mm-hmm. oh, none of these kids were good enough. These boys. 
you know, saw evil, spoke evil, mm. did mm-hmm. evil, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, and so then, and then they found like a, a little girl who didn't do those things. Mm-hmm. And now they're trying to keep her locked up. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. I saw all that mm-hmm. security because of the kids. That's that probably, yeah. right. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's probably a little bit of both, but I'd say more, yeah, to keep the kids in yeah. than to keep people out, really, you know? Um, one thing I did want to talk about is when they, when f- uh, Fool and what is, whatever Vin Ranton, Vin Rames, Leroy. 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 Whenever Fool and Re- when Fool finds Spencer in the uh, in the basement, right under the stairs, and like his hair is gray. Yeah, what happened? Was he electrocuted? What? No, what this is it? what we were talking about. That this movie is. How did you explain it? Like re- not ridiculous, but you silly. Said silly. I think he got scared to death. Yeah, that's, that's what that's they were implying. Cool. Yeah. So that turns your hair gray? Yeah, oh, yeah, there's like the joke. The joke. Oh, okay. Yeah, because even like his goatee was gray. Like okay. his goatee, like all his, all his hair was it gray. Was, yeah, that's what that's it. That was another part where I'm just like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, like this is not silly. This is dumb, you know? Because I was just like, what? Like, are his pubes gray? Like, what the fuck? Like, this is just stupid, you know? I didn't want the kid to check. I mean, whatever, but. You know, but it was just like there's so many things. I'm watching this movie, and and I keep watching, and I keep thinking, wow, this oh, is man. this is getting dumber and more absurd. You know, it's getting more absurd. And then the other part I put, so when uh, they when they when they electrocute the dog on the door, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> and right. like the sound yeah. effect that is used, and like at that point, so this is I did research on this too. I I was like, this is fucking Home Alone. This is Home Alone. They're doing Home Alone tricks now. And you know what I actually looked up? Home Alone came out a year before this movie. So I wouldn't be surprised. Home Alone came out in 1990. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if Wes Craven had written this script and it was a lot darker. And they saw the success that Home Alone had with like a, you know, a kid. Mm, And they tweaked things to be like, let's make it lighthearted. There's a kid in this. Maybe we can get some of that. There are so many scenes in this that are straight from Home Alone. Yeah, There's I a scene with the electrocution okay. when they're grabbing the door. There's a scene where the daddy character is in the chimney and he drops the brick, the brick. on his head, which is just like the oh iron. God, yeah. right. There are a lot of scenes in this movie that are very similar to Home Alone. And I don't know if they were in the original script. I have no way of knowing. Yeah. But just just me researching, like, Home Alone came out a year before. That's really interesting. Hmm. You know? So I don't know. It was just something I thought. when I, When the dog scene happened, electrocution... Oh, I was like, this is fucking. This is this is worse than well, the they, guy's goatee being great. They started all that all the humorous stuff like twenty minutes in. You think that within a year he th- thought to change the tone of the entire script? Possibly. I have no idea. I also think he wanted to do something a little bit different than what he was used to doing. Yeah. Which one of my notes I wrote when the movie was over was like, "Dude, stick to what you know." Mm-hmm. Like, Nightmare on Elm Street, which came out before this movie, was better. Scream, which was only five years later, mm-hmm. feels like it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Feel, makes this movie mm-hmm. feel like it should have came out in the early eighties. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I know I've said this yeah. before in other podcasts, but I don't like it when movies come out during a certain year. So you kind of give it some slack if it's been what early nineties, eighties, okay. whatever. Yeah. But if I've seen other things that came out in nineteen ninety one that mm-hmm. are made like really well, mm-hmm. really well, mm-hmm. and then I see this with yeah. like. The delayed sound effects, mm-hmm. or the like, overacting. Mm-hmm. Like when he punches the dog, 
Yes. He punches the dog, and there's literally like a like a boink, like a. It's not even like a punch sound. It sounds like I made it on my soundbite for yes. you guys. It's like boink. For I was example, like, what is this? I'm glad that you brought up. Um, okay, so I'm glad that you mentioned the thing about Home Alone because that came out in 1990, and when all of those silly things were happening. It was so much better than this movie. Like, in this yeah. movie, things weren't adding up. You would think that this movie came out 10 years before Home Alone. No. Like, Home Alone, so well done. This was just... Mm-hmm. I wasn't uh, even thinking of Home... You guys, I... We're blowing your, we're blowing your mind, aren't you? Here? I love mm-hmm. this movie I, so You love it more hard. because it's Home Alone now? No, I didn't even think about the Home Alone aspect. I, Wait, I, you love this movie? You like this movie? Why aren't you... Movie. So, you love the guy has gray pubes. You love <laughs> that... Uh, you love the right, names. Let okay, let's let Greg talk for a I bit. I want to start yeah. by saying, like, my reaction to this movie, this is where I feel true empathy for you, Laura, with, when it comes to The Visit. I feel like my reaction to this movie was what you probably experienced watching The Visit. You didn't know what it was going to be, but at some point you thought, um, this is funny, let's just laugh with it, and you followed it for the ride. That was mm. this movie for me. I thought, you know... Actually, where the visit seemed to fail for me in that regard, because it played it as a, a found footage fi- uh, movie, you yeah. thought it was going to be real and nitty gritty, which it wasn't. So I know, you can't get over the found footage. Which I, I can't. Just think I can't. It's so funny. I'm saying so to have like 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 um, comedy that was like, sketched up for that was incongruent to me. But this movie, I thought within 20 minutes, I was immediately uh, my mind changed on what this was going to be, and I went with it. I thought there were a couple mm. of dumb silly moments and I thought this is funny at least he's telling me early on what's going on and I really got the same feeling when I watched Beetlejuice where it's scary but you know it's going to be silly and ridiculous and they don't take themselves seriously mm. so when I was able to accept mm. that I really enjoyed mm. this movie to death I watched it twice that is an interesting yeah. comparison it is but also it hurts that you compare yeah. it to Beetlejuice I feel like that's not like, fair Beetlejuice is like I get what he's trying yeah, I get I get what he's trying to say. Like yes, both I are based too. in comedy. I, I I just for me going into this movie, I did not remember any of the comedy. I was not expecting this comedy. So to me, like I think that's why I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like you know, yeah. you know, yeah. no pun on Mark Wahlberg, but you know what's happening, <laughs> you know, in this movie, and I and I think that's why it was hard for me to be like I'm gonna go with the ride. I was already like taken back from the beginning, like what what is happening in this movie, yeah. you know? Wow. But I get what you're saying, like comparing it to Beetlejuice, definitely, yeah. Like they do have the same sense of like ridiculousness. Yeah. I just didn't think this was that one when I picked it or when I watched it. Oh, you know? Yeah, I was the opposite. You, so, I, you, so you knew going in? Like, Because you no, see this before? I had, I, had, I had never watched this movie. And I actually started to take it seriously. Like, I'm going to be t- freaked out. I thought it was going to be scary. The moment that the hand reached out, you yeah. know, for the fork for the first time. What is that? There's a hand Man, coming out of a wall? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who are the people in the wall, you know, mm-hmm. under the stairs? I thought that was very interesting. But I, the first moment was when... The dad, so essentially they have a daughter who's who actually behaves and they keep her isolated in a room by herself and she just follows the rules and doesn't speak up against anything and she survives in the house. And they also have a child. Essentially what they've done is this couple has abducted children that have come to their house before and they keep them. And if the child behaves, then they can remain sanitary and, and alive in one of the rooms. But if they misbehave, they speak out. Or they um, hear something that they weren't supposed to hear. Whatever. The idea in this movie is that the mother and the father or the brother and sister, they 
cut that part of their body off and they stash yeah. them in the basement because they're not following the rules. So um, essentially there's one of their you know past sons, maybe 14, 14, 15, 16 years old, who had his tongue cut out because he said something out of line. And yet he was able to escape within the walls of this house, which I thought was amazing. I, I, I do, think that's cool. I, yeah. yeah, I do yeah. I do agree. That, that's really cool. They like yeah. hide in the walls and there's secret passages. It's like, yeah. how, how tall is this house? It's like a three-story house. And mm. anywhere you go, it's insane. They have passageways yeah. and mm. crawl spaces yeah. and utility walls mm. where you can just essentially punch through mm. and get in yeah. between different walls. And one of the kids that uh, is rebelled against them is, is running within the walls and he's loose and they're always trying to get him. And there's the moment where he kind of turns the corner in one of the crawl spaces and the dad opens up a pass, you know, the door with his gun and tries to shoot him and the kid like throws something at his head and he was like, oh, it was so cheesy. But that's when I knew, okay, we're only half an hour into this. Mm-hmm. They're, they're trying to communicate to us mm-hmm. that they're not taking themselves seriously. And I thought yeah. they sh- demonstrated enough evidence mm-hmm. to tell you that, hey, chill out. It's a gory movie, but it's also kind of funny. Take it lightly. Mm-hmm. And I, I mm-hmm. wouldn't for that. But you weren't – offended is not the right word, but, but you knew this was a Wes Craven film. So that didn't like, – I didn't care, honestly. I, I looked at it as – I don't know who's making this. See, I think that's what really got me. It was like, how is this West? Like you said, you were the yeah. same way. How is mm-hmm. this West Craven? Yeah, right? yeah. You know? I know him for one thing, and this was not what he usually does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you, so you're, you're gonna, you're gonna bang the drum for this movie. Absolutely. Okay. So then, do you like BDSM because the dominatrix daddy comes out oh, in his that- little dominatrix outfit? That's literally when I wrote here. Now I really regret this fucking movie pick. Yeah, like, I was like, like, "What the fuck is I, going on here?" I will say though, is that while, funny? Did you laugh when you saw him come out well, in his leather chaps? Though, no. While I was watching it, I was like, I was trying so hard, you guys, especially after Jeepers Creepers. I I was trying very hey, hard. Do not compare this to Jeepers Creepers. How <laughs> dare you? <laughs> Listen, compare this to the visit. My oh my notes, god, this movie was so good though. My notes are like, oh, this is silly. Ooh, but I'm trying really hard. I'm like finding things. Oh. I'm like, that was okay. Yeah, I like that. But, um, oh my God. Like, mm-hmm. but then when I saw, yeah, like the mommy and the daddy and like him mm-hmm. in his little dominatrix suit, I was like, I, oh, I just can't. This is so dumb. I mean, I don't know why they didn't go all the way and just make it assless chaps. Why <laughs> even, why but even have him like covered up? Uh-huh. It's been about two weeks since I've seen this movie. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you bought something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me? What? Where? I might, so lost. I, might have, I might have to edit that out. We'll see. Okay. Uh, what? what are you doing? No, he was trying to imply that you, you purchased some a item. Yeah. No. Okay. 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 It's been about two weeks, and I will say though is that now when I think about like him and his stupid fucking leather dominatrix outfit, and then the mommy and like some of the shit she says, mm-hmm. I yeah. am looking back and I'll like chuckle. I'm like, dude, that's just so ridiculous, and it mm-hmm. actually is kind of funny. Exactly. However, no, no, however, yeah, that's it. Greg wants to end the pot right there. When <laughs> I was watching it, I was not, I, I wasn't into it. You know what's really interesting is that I kept reading everywhere that this is considered a cult classic, and so I truly believe if I had seen it when it came out. I would think back fondly on it, and I would probably be one of those people that's like, no, this is underrated, this is a cult classic. I think it's the fact that I'm seeing it now, in 2020, and 
it just well, you it was never, just silly. You had never seen it before. It's a silly Wes Craven movie. I had mm-hmm. it. I thought I had. Really? I wasn't sure. I knew it was one. I thought I'd seen it on TV because they used to play a mm-hmm. lot of like Wes Craven's movies on TV. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Some of the mm-hmm. lesser known ones. But no, I have definitely never seen this movie. That was very clear from the get-go. I was like, what is this? I was wondering why I hadn't seen it. And then I looked up some other movies that were playing during that year. And I thought, oh, okay, nice. now okay. I get it. T2, Judgment Day. Okay. Hook. Uh, Not even close. Hook. hook. Oh, Hook. Oh, my Robin God. Robin Hood, Prince of Love Thieves. It. Love it. Love Adam's it. Adam's Family. Ooh. Ninja Turtles 2. Rocketeer. Oh, I'm like, nice. now I get it. I didn't have yeah. time for this movie. I, I, I did not. Young. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't. I mean, like I said, I rented it years later. So I definitely did see it in a theater. I would have rented it in whatever that would have been. I'm so you know? sad that you guys are giving it a bad like early review. I thought this was such a great movie. I wasn't able to to accept the ridiculousness. I yeah. I wasn't able to accept the, it. Okay, the, the the dad to me was the funniest guy. He would have these lines. Oh, I disagree. He was so funny because he knew that what he was saying was absolute ridiculous. He didn't no, know that. he was serious he was about serious, everything. Greg. You thought he was like joking? He was funny no. like the actor oh who was God. getting into it. I'm sorry. It. If we're going to like any Whoa. character this is interesting. over the top, it's got to be mommy. She, okay. She, They're when she was like list. telling her own brother, bad boy, get inside, bad boy, daddy. <laughs> Look, I'll, I'll tell you right now, they might be brother and sister, but they fuck. Oh, they fuck. You know, <laughs> they, 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 yeah, they get they down, fuck, right? Yeah. So it doesn't well, matter. Well, they didn't show any affection at all through the movie. So what are you talking about? Oh, come on. Oh, come on. He's a dominatrix. He's a dominatrix daddy. Because of that weird, you know? Oh, can we talk about the really fucking gross part? Where he's in the dominatrix outfit and the and Alice is chained up on the uh, bricks oh, and he like grabs his crotch. So that did happen. Yeah. Oh my god! That, uh, it happened oh. so quickly and so and and that was it. That was the only yeah. part of the movie that showed anything like that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if I saw that or not. Yeah, it was fucking nasty. And Greg loves this movie. Okay, yeah. all right. Look, <laughs> every movie we have stuff that we like and stuff that we hate. Mm-hmm. Like certainly on my list of things that I didn't like was. Despite the fact that their daughter, who's keeping quiet, who's behaving, is by all accounts following the rules for these this this crazy psychopaths, she still gets abused in her in her own ways. They, they kill Leroy Ving Rhames, who who comes into the house, and he leaves a big pool of blood. They push her down the stairs and yell at her to clean it. Oh my god! Yeah. When she falls in it, though, I definitely laughed. <laughs> I was like, oh shit! I was Alex, expecting like that? I was expecting like a noise <laughs> sound effect or something when she fell, though. You know? Uh, also, can we talk about the scene where mommy is like, if I see another cookie or a cop, or no, what does she say? Like, I don't know which one I don't want to see ever again. I She just was, she she was, was so fl- ridiculous. Yeah, she was way over the top. That mm-hmm. it was kind mm-hmm. of funny. And she had really intense eyebrows. I don't know. I she just, was, I thought that was kind of funny. And anything that mildly inconvenienced them, they wanted to, to burn in hell. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was their oh, yeah. that was <laughs> that was their go to phrase. Which okay, by mm-hmm. the fourth time, you knew that they were being ridiculous and over the top with it. You didn't laugh at that, no, because because the characters were not being over the top. The characters were being real. No, the they char- were not. They were the biggest characters of themselves. They were so over the top. You had to have known that the it was char- silly. The characters themselves. The mommy and daddy characters. Yeah. Not the actors. Not the actors embellishing uh-huh. the lines or overacting. But the characters themselves that are written on the page were not yeah. written to be like, we're going to be joking. We're joking about anything. No. They're serious about everything. Yeah. You think he was joking about Gravna's crotch? And no, the girl? Like, th- that part certainly was. I, I didn't like any of like the abuse of the girl. Like, but I, I see what they're trying to do with it. 
So I actually have the moment in my notes where I stopped trying. And oh, I was, and you I were have trying? What you guys mm-hmm. call the like the scene where I was like, I'm out. The out scene. Yeah. I mm-hmm. actually have that scene, mm-hmm. and it was when. Let's see if um, I have it. Where was it? We haven't passed it yet? Oh, well. It was where there was a scene where, I don't know if it was Mommy who gets hit or what, but she yells no too early before she's hit. It's mm. like this, and, mm. and I noticed that a lot with the movie. It was either they were too quick with the sound effects, mm. or it, it was it like too delayed. And it's like you can only... You can only take it for so long before it's just like Greg. This is yeah. you keep talking about like you like this. Like if if this was uh, some director's first movie and he was joking and yeah, then I'd be like, okay, you know, yeah, you clearly you're you know you didn't do it well. This is Wes Craven. I wasn't even yeah. I, even I, not like he, he I've locked not. him out of my mind when I watched this. Okay. I didn't even know that mm-hmm. he made this until I read from mm-hmm. you guys later that That's this was yeah yeah. Speaking of Michael Jackson. Oh boy. Oh, what a segue. Don't you <laughs> feel like the end with the money spraying everywhere and then all the boys leaving the house, they look like zombies? I thought Thriller was about to play. Oh, yeah, you thought? Uh, it looks oh. like the Thriller music hmm. video. Yeah. Oh. Dollar dollar bills flying out the house and then these guys are coming Man. out all hunched. Yeah, with, I like, didn't think that. Long I thought that. hair and like, mm-hmm. can like we, what are they going to do now? Can we talk about the part where Fool tells one of the fucking zombie kids... Of like, oh, you should get out so you can like get some from a woman. Did he say that? Yeah, he says something like that. Where he's like, oh yeah, you can like well, go he, like get some from a woman now or not, something like that. I mean, he's not wrong. He's saying. But I, but I put in my notes like, what are these deformed children that are adults? They're like, what are they going to do on the outside? Well, no, they're going to start killing what I'm people. Is, he, the fool yeah, has been. He, he's influenced by Leroy, who says crude stuff to him all the time. Mm-hmm. So he's just repeating it. He's yeah. so young mm-hmm. and impressionable. I, I that's why that's how I took that. You know what, though? I was a little disappointed. I feel like Fool is supposed to be the main character, right? He's the mm. one we're all like pulling for. And yeah. He's young, mm-hmm. and you really feel for his situation. And mm-hmm. you can tell from the beginning, he's a really smart kid. Yeah. Like, one of the parts I really mm-hmm. enjoyed was in the very beginning when something scary happened, and he starts running. He's like, I ain't stupid. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, because, you know, in most mm-hmm. horror, quote-unquote, horror movies, mm-hmm. it's like, Everyone's like, oh, I want to see what's going on. Yeah, like like the game. Yeah, the game we played earlier, where you guys just walked into everything. Yeah, and he's such a good kid. Like he really cares about Alice and Mm -hmm. getting her out, and is Mm -hmm. willing to come back to the house regardless of everything he's Mm -hmm. seen and been through. But I just feel like they kind of do him dirty in this movie. Like Mm -hmm. he doesn't. I don't know. Like I, when I look back on this movie, I don't even think about Fool at all. He really? just so does not stand out to me. Just the mommy and daddy. There. He's the one who's, right. who saved the neighborhood. I know, but it, it How does he not stand out to you? I don't know. Who stands out to you then? It's the, Yeah, they make like mommy and daddy and like the, all the kids mm-hmm. in the house. Uh, that's like what I feel like mm-hmm. you remember. You don't... He's, he's forgettable, which is so sad because I love this actor... And like I said, I feel like his character is set up to be mm-hmm. a really smart kid mm-hmm. and like a really caring kid, yet... It's just there's so much else going on with this movie that I just forget mm-hmm. about. I definitely want to see the sequel though, where Fool and Alice are like together and Excuse married me, and their family. A <laughs> I said I definitely saying... want to see the sequel oh where God. Fool and Alice are like married and they have a family and this <laughs> yeah. and that. I'm not saying that they would be creepy, but just like clearly it seemed like the way it ended. Yeah, he got the money for his family. Mm-hmm. Him and Alice seem to like each other. She clearly doesn't know anything on the outside world. Yeah, yeah they probably would date and stuff and like they that. Inherit you know? that house too. I don't think so because I don't think Alice was actually technically 
no, their child. Yeah. So why they do wouldn't. we gotta sexualize this though? Like, why do they have to be together? Why no, can't no, they just I, be like friends? No, and I didn't go say they're separate ways. I didn't you know? say they're like hookup buddies. I said like <laughs> romantically, like they seem to really like care for each other. Oh, you know, I wanted to end it on a nice scene. You know, yeah. you know, you took, I, it, you took it nasty, Laura. Well, I'm just, Jeez. You know what? I'm just mm-hmm. God. bring up the difficult mm-hmm. subjects. Mm-hmm. But going back to what you guys said about, so you both agree that the, the whole like maze under the house is really cool, and the fact that Roach yeah. is like in the walls yeah, and they yeah. can't find it. Yes, I will mm-hmm. say I kept thinking at this time I was like, this would be really cool if they actually turned that into like a haunted house. Ooh, or a that maze. would be cool, like at mm-hmm. a theme park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or even during like um, if it was like mm-hmm. a pop up one that came out around Halloween. Mm-hmm. I kept thinking like maybe like a maybe. dominatrix daddy. Well, around. I don't know if I want to see that, but you know, you could just like have the creaks in the wall, uh-huh. the lights mm-hmm. coming out, and yeah. like, the zombie. Mm-hmm. Calling them zombies and they're not even zombies. Dude, no, they were just kids kids that didn't ever have sunlight. They didn't have sunlight, that's why. They do eat people because all they feed them. They feed them was human remains from all the people that died. Which there's also Mm -hmm. a scene where daddy, like, nibbles on a finger or a foot or oh, drinks yeah. blood so obviously they eat people too like yeah, they do. And all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i also laughed pretty hard when the dog died and she goes you killed prince <laughs> yeah wasn't that that was like south park 1.0 right where instead of saying like you killed kenny mm-hmm. you bastards like they mm-hmm. were like you killed prince in the same tone and mm-hmm. then later in the movie they even say you bastard. Didn't you think that was... You didn't make that connection? <laughs> you know what I just realized? Mm-hmm. We should do research on this. How many horror movies or like whatever have black Rottweilers in them? <laughs> Actually, another them? movie we're mm-hmm. going to be talking about soon also oh, yeah. has a black Rottweiler. Like, that's right. Mm-hmm. Isn't that it's funny the, it's the go-to... The yeah, it's yeah. the go-to dog in horror movies. Yeah, it's the go-to well, dog. Well, vicious. That's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, good good I mean, burns. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, definitely talking about the the kids escaping. I put a note to just talking about like how would they survive on the outside. Mm-hmm. I put they probably don't even have identification. They don't have birth certificates, social security numbers. Yeah, why aren't how you are they gonna... about this? Hello, Mister. Did the creeper go to the DMV? <laughs> why aren't you upset about this too? Yeah, Greg. They're gonna, Jeez, they're going to be found by their families, and their identities identities will be restored. Then they're not going to be found by their. I families. don't think so. I don't think so, man. I, you guys are thinking way too deep. This is like what I was doing with the visit. I swear, I gave this one a pass. Every time there was something silly, I, just, I tried. I so, tried. So this pass. movie is better than the visit. Yeah, man. Oh you know God, something. You yes. know something. As much as I didn't like the visit. The visit is a better movie than this. Yep, I didn't. I agree. This was you guys just, this was insane. like this was like to me this was like a rom com. It was like ridiculous. Yeah, it was, it was a rom com between mommy and daddy. Yeah. <laughs> between daddy and everybody. But I literally put up my notes too that this was such a '90s movie. I kept waiting for Eddie Murphy or Mel Gibson to pop out. <laughs> it was just it felt like such a '90s. It seemed like an movie. '80s movie. It seemed dated. It seemed old. But I I loved it. I thought mm-hmm. why hadn't I seen this before? Like that's. Oh, God, I'm so different from you guys on this. Yeah, I'm sorry. Also, I'm sorry. who said yee-haw, oh, daddy? Because I wrote that down. That has to be the mom. That has to be the mommy. Unless the daddy oh, yeah, that's... is saying that about himself. No, no, no. Yeah, said... yeah, he got really proud of himself a lot. Like, Probably. When he be killed Leroy, she said that to him as like mm-hmm. a celebration. You killed the robber. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. When she yelled at him, though, and did she spank him? I think she even spanked him. She was like, bad boy. And I was like, what? That's why we said they fuck. It's oh, not even. It's not God. even. A, it's not even a thing. Yeah, that's why I think the reveal that their brother and sister was so gross because, like, yeah, they they fuck. You know, you know what I mean. Right away, you're they like, fuck. yeah, they they do. That's <laughs> <laughs> not what I'm saying. I will say though, mm-hmm. if someone ever wanted to try to remake this movie, oh, 
Uh-huh. I actually mm-hmm. would love to see this movie remade because I like you said mm-hmm. it has such a strong plot and the fact that it came from it like an plot. actual mm-hmm. news story mm-hmm. something that did happen. I <sighs> I did have a note on here. This is something, you know, I, we did the game but I did have an original question, but it was a little too hard to do it in the beginning. As a remake, who would you cast as the mommy, daddy, and fool and Alice and Roach? Oh, like, who I would you know cast? Mommy. Really? I, I already know daddy. So who do you... Who... So let's all put our thoughts together. Okay, so who's, who's, who's mommy? Okay, do you guys ever watch um, Mrs. Maisel on Prime? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That actress? What makes her such a good actress? So her acting in Mrs. Maisel, she's very like over the top and mm. talks really fast mm-hmm. and just has so much like life and spirit. And I just feel like she would definitely bring that exact same style of acting that this mm. older actress did mm-hmm. with like the crazy eyebrows and the mm-hmm. just like bad boy get inside like I, her name's Rachel Brosnan <laughs> I feel like she would uh-huh. nail this role mm-hmm. also you know this actress I've never seen her really in a scary movie mm-hmm. and it's, I think it's always good when mm-hmm. actors and actresses who are like yeah. pretty well known decide to do something in the horror genre so mm-hmm. No, that's a that good pick. That would be my mommy. That's for a good pick. Sure. I, I definitely right away when I saw this movie and I started thinking like, oh, like who would they do this if they did a remake? My first thought for Daddy was Michael Sh- Michael Shannon. Oh, that yeah. guy. He's just super always. He's in Knives Out. He was just in Knives Out. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. Super always like very like reserved in the way he holds himself. Yeah. And to me, they actually look similar. The two actors, just the square jawline. I kept picturing Michael Shannon in this movie because the daddy's not really super over the top. He's yeah. very yeah. like serious. Once he's in his outfit though, and he's like kicking doors down. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Pretty but I think that's part would be part of the funny part is like Michael Shannon is such like a reserved actor like that. That him doing these scenes would it'd be funny, yeah. You know. So what about you, Greg? Do you can you think of anybody yeah, for, for to, Alice, I, Fool, or Roach? So for the oh for Alice. Oh, do you have okay? Who were you just thinking? For the dad, I was thinking mm-hmm. the dad from Modern Family. Oh, uh, Ty Burrell. Yeah, Ty Burrell. Or possibly <laughs> Bill Hader. Oh, Bill Hader. well, see, this is one, one of those two. So, so we're we're know. we're auto- see we're automatically thinking that it's going to be a remake, and they're going comedic, comedic, yeah. right? You know who it wouldn't like be borderline. comedic and who I also think mm-hmm. would do good for Daddy is um, Killian Murphy. He's in like Peaky Blinders and um, oh yeah, he was mm-hmm. in that Red Eye movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was also the bad guy. In yeah, Red Eye. I think he's got a look. I feel like that mm-hmm. would be. Good I think if look. we're going more like comedic, like definitely, mm-hmm. definitely like Greg said, he he thinks this is the comedy or whatever. Bill Hader and the Miss Maisel together. That would be that would be fun. Then it would absolutely need to be a comedy. They would have to go a little more, be, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I like that Bill Hader and then the, the Miss Maisel. What is her Rachel name? Just creepy. That yeah. would be a great combo together. Mm-hmm. That would be a great combo. What about the kids though, I don't. I That's. Don't know. I tried That's thinking. It, it was hard. I just don't know that many young actors. Well, and I just keep picturing like the kids from Stranger Things. Like yeah. there aren't a lot of like young. Mm-hmm. Would be good. um that guy who's in it who's in Stranger Things. Yeah. The guy. <laughs> Oh, the, the the Chips Ahoy guy? That that guy would be full? Or are you talking about the other older brother, the dirty one? No, the the other kid. <laughs> the kids are, the or, kids. or are you talking about the the young kids then? Because I take I take full, the one who dates the redheaded and like they're a, an item in the, the black, the black kid. Yeah, Greg didn't want to say that. <laughs> he didn't want to typecast. Oh, 
Fool, fool has to be black. But you know? Doesn't have to be. I think we're talking about Roach. That's why. I mean, I just feel like that whole cast could. So you can just do the whole cast of Stranger Things and then add Bill Hader and the one lady. Oh, and the one, um, Mike Finn. He could totally be Roach. Which was Mike Finn, though? He's the one that's in Stranger Things and It. He's the kid in It. He plays Bill Hader's younger self. Oh, okay. So the kids, all the kids. Because like, that whole cast could be. Yeah, I know. Oh, that's yeah, true. maybe. I mean, they definitely are typecast. Mm-hmm. Well, well, that's why, because I was thinking there was like Fool was like younger and then Roach was older. That's why I wasn't putting yeah. them together. Speaking of It, why don't you just take Bill Skarsgård and make him Roach? That'd be, he's got a weird look, doesn't he? I almost feel like he'd be better as daddy. That's <laughs> like, I don't know if he could be rich. Oh, man. Okay. So I think we've wasted also, enough time. Oh, okay. You know Laura okay, wants okay, more I to say. Okay. One more thing here. I really mm-hmm. enjoy mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. Who's Vin Rames? We don't have to <laughs> do... we got to bring Vin Rames back. <laughs> obviously, we don't have to pick, you know, the exact type of people. We don't have to pick the same gender, male, female. Oh, yeah. Have you. We don't have to That's pick, true. you know... African American, mm-hmm. Caucasian. Mm-hmm. I think it would actually be cool to see a really strong young female play Fool because that was kind mm. of my Gender issue it? with Fool in this movie. That'd I was be cool. like, man, I really like mm-hmm. this little kid actor. I mm-hmm. loved him in the Sandlot. Mm-hmm. And I just feel mm-hmm. like he wasn't remembered. I need like mm-hmm. a young, like badass girl mm-hmm. who's gonna really wreck some havoc on that mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. That would be I'm really Arya cool. from Game of Thrones. Oh, that would be, that would be perfect. Yeah. yeah. That'd be perfect. Uh, what's that it, Maisie, Maisie Williams? Is yeah. Maisie Williams? Yeah. Maisie Williams? That would That's be cool. that would be a perfect casting. That'd be a perfect casting of her. That'd be insane. That'd be really good. The movie seems mm-hmm. like, to me, too iconic to remake. I don't know. You guys didn't like it, but I thought <laughs> it iconic. was very much like a timepiece. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. it applies yeah, today. We're going to stop you there. Oh. <laughs> maybe if you got Jordan Peele to do it, I'd, I'd watch that. Yeah, I mean, Greg's talking about how iconic this movie is. The Rotten Tomatoes scores, just let everybody know. Audience score, 58%, so a little better than 50. Critic critic score, 63, so still... Hey. Well, it is considered (laughs) a cult classic. Isn't it fresh? And that's great that you were able to look Mm -hmm. at it with that set of eyes where you can see... You know, whatever makes a movie a cult classic, you obviously could... See that? Yeah, that struck me 50% of the way through the movie. I thought, oh, this is, boom, this is in my bank. It's like a cold club. Yeah. I didn't even have to finish the movie, and I thought that. I thought, why hadn't I seen this movie? Like, I, I kept, it. I kept saying to myself in my notes, take it for what it is, like, try. Mm-hmm. They, there was some, <sighs> there were, like, a lot of good things, but mm-hmm. they just, yeah. I think I just kept going back to, this is 1991, <clears throat> you're better than that, 1991, and also, Wes Craven, <laughs> you're way better than that, mm-hmm. Wes Craven, and yeah. I just... That alone. That's so crazy that the three of us have completely different. Greg was like all in, accepted it. I was all out, fuck it. And Laura tried. Laura tried. It's just, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Well, but I also think I tried really hard because after Jeepers Creepers, I felt felt really guilty. You need to apologize to Justin Long. You need to apologize to him (laughs) right now. I do not need to apologize to Justin Long. How dare you? How dare you? (laughs) Okay. How dare you? When me and Justin are hanging out, I'm going to remind him of this moment that Laura would not apologize to him. Hey, I love him in Dodgeball. Maybe he would have played a good roach. Ooh. Oh, shit. Justin Long. Justin Long, I take it back. We'd love to see you play roach in the remake. In the remake. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I'll I'll take take Me and Justin will take that. We'll take that. Let's cheers on this note. Okay, let's cheers on that. There you go. First time on the pod. To Justin. To Justin. To Justin. Mm. Laura, get in here. How dare you. How dare you. Okay. 
one more thing I do want to mention because Greg seems Greg likes this movie, so I did want to say one more thing. Some of the reviews compared this movie to a real life Goosebumps movie. Oh, you are the Goosebumps aficionado. You you referenced it in your or origin stories mm-hmm. that. How would, what do you think about that? Say this movie I is mean, like a real life Goosebumps. The rated R. Yes, yes, of course, of course, of course. It most certainly is. Yeah, it's, Goosebumps is. Dude, just, that's spot on. It is. I, I didn't, it's a mystery. I didn't it's it, a local it. mystery that it's something that happens in your town. It's f- local folklore, and it's haunting. It's a house. I mean, that's that's perfect. Goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay, I'm glad. I totally agree yeah. with that. I read that and I'm like, I gotta ask Greg because he's the aficionado of Goosebumps. Yeah. Am I? Between well, them? I mean, just you you referenced it in our origin stories that. Goosebumps is one of your I origins. I did read most of those books. I did I too. Totally I don't remember them. I don't remember them. Yeah. You know, but I just thought like, oh wow, what an interesting comparison. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I think uh, I think that's pretty much it. Do you guys have anything else from the episode before we get to our final ratings on this? Well. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You don't even want to know what's going on in the, the right half of my notes. I know. I here. feel bad. Greg has notes as if he was like taking an exam. Okay, maybe I'll, I'll... and could and could squeeze like you're allowed two pieces of paper, and you know when you mm-hmm. you write like font four, and you're just trying to write so tiny uh, so you can get all. I, I mean, I feel really bad. It's just like, how my brain works. I'm let's you. do. Uh, okay, so let's. Uh... Me and Laura, pretty much, we we bashed on this movie mostly a lot. Yeah. A lot we, I don't have a lot of favorite moments. Uh, give us, Greg, then your couple of favorite moments, then, just so people can know your favorite moments, because I'm interested to hear Maybe that. Maybe ones that we haven't talked about yet. I, I thought the initial scene was really good. It was where, you know, Fool and his family, they're sitting bedside next to their mother who's dying of cancer, and they're reading tarot cards. Did you guys not like oh, that scene? Yeah. Mm. So it, weird. It, it was weird, but one of the cards they picked was the fool card, and mm. that's why the sister calls fool fool. His yeah. his real name is actually Poindexter, right? But she calls oh. him fool. Forgot about that. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's slighted by the fact that she's calling him fool because he thinks it means it means that you are stupid, you make dumb decisions, um, and you have no intelligence. But she was coming back to him by saying, "Well, no, it's the good kind of fool. It's the kind of fool where you're just inexperienced." You have a naivety about the world, and it doesn't mean that you make bad, unintelligent decisions. It just means that you haven't been there yet. So you actually approach life with uh, a sense of courage. That's the type of fool you are. And I thought making that the first scene completely set the stage for the rest of the movie and how he proceeded. Mm -hmm. He was the least experienced one. He was the kid. He was being dragged along to this house heist Mm -hmm. as an eight-year-old. That's insane. He's 13. And 13. yet, who's the only one who made Greg 13? Greg ages. <laughs> Greg does not break at ages. He just is like, mm-hmm. it's like when you get to the baseball park, you're like, mm-hmm. how many people? It's like 8 million. I don't know how many people are here. I don't know. I'm not really good at estimating. So however old he is, I don't care. Mm-hmm. But the idea is that who was the one that lasted until the end? And it was because of, mm-hmm. of his courage and it was because of him being able to overcome his, mm-hmm. you know, his understanding of the situation. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a great setup. I thought it... Um, um, it gave a sense of what what the movie was going to be um, about in terms of this ma- him as the major character. Yeah. So that's one thing I like. Can I jump in and just say I think all three of us actually really enjoy a good like opener for a horror movie. Yeah. Like, I we all talk about that quite a bit actually. You have to grab um, attention right away. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's too bad because I will say I actually wrote down in my notes like oh the tarot cards in the beginning and I put weird meh. It, like it just didn't do it for me. <laughs> all right. I, I just want to bring up one thing that I thought was like interesting about this movie, mm-hmm. and we will probably 
never hear from Wes Craven uh, in terms of whether he thought it was intentional or not. But we mm. probably won't hear from him. <laughs> Who knows if he comes <laughs> bedside next, in the next, night and... uh, next episode, we're going to get a Ouija board. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to Wes. <laughs> I mean, don't people have like delayed memoirs that come out like ten years after they're deceased? And then people, find yeah, out that's stuff. true. Yeah, yeah, that could happen. So my thing with this movie was, I for some reason I got affixed to people's names, mm-hmm. and that was something that stuck with me. So mm-hmm. you have a few different characters. You have Fool. Wait, 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 wait. Before you get started, because I feel like this is going down a path for a new segment we were going to try to uh, start, oh, which would be this new segment we thought of where Greg would kind of highlight something from the movie, because he seems to go a little deeper than me and Laura sometimes yeah. on things, or he'll pick up on things that uh, that I don't even pick up on, and then after he explains it, I still don't even know what he's talking about. But he seems to do this, so we kind of wanted him to give him a little bit of time, and I think he's going down this path. So this would be a perfect time. So, you know, his, his name is Greg, but Laura calls him Graves for some reason. She did it again on this episode. So the title of this segment is going to be uh, Graves Diggings. You know, Grave is going to dig into this movie a bit, you know. So we got his little drop here. He's digging. Okay. Mm-hmm. Opening the casket. Mm-hmm. Can I talk about... <laughs> All right. Just say one more thing. All right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, so, that, needs, that needs to be my line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so get into your. This oh. is this is uh, the first time we're gonna do this graves diggings. All right. Okay. I don't know what I'm doing, but let me just go at it like this. Mm-hmm. Anyone who has watched this movie, including you guys, I hope you can confirm this. You get to the end, you realize you've been hit with a heavy dose of symbolism, a lot of allegory. They're talking about something in a very heavy-handed way. They're talking about, you know. Um, exploitation of the underclass, redistribution of wealth, kind of people who are in power, not everyone, but there is a certain segment that abuses that power and takes advantage of people who do not have that power, who do not have that wealth. I thought this movie was loaded with with symbolism, and like I like that because rather than saying outright what this movie is about from scene to scene, they sort of give it to you just by the characters in the story. So one thing that I noticed I mentioned a few minutes ago was I, somehow, I don't know, with this movie, I locked on to people's names. So when I started digging into it, I started realizing <laughs> that whether or not this was intentional, every person's name has to do with their role in the theme of this story. Okay, oh. so, so you start off with fool, okay? Um, and a fool is a person who doesn't know anything, who's uh, unintelligent, but his real name is Point Dexter. And I looked that up, and I found out that the name Point Dexter means a person who acts boldly, often without oh. thinking. Hmm. And that was totally that was him. Point Dexter's mm-hmm. demeanor. The entire movie, he just sort of acted on yeah. the impulse. He thought he just did what was right. He didn't yeah. know what he was doing. He didn't have the experience to say, I'm coming from an informed place, but he just did it. So I thought, oh, interesting. Like, let me look at other people and see if their names correlate to something that they did in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so another thing about the uh, about Fool about Point Dexter, I thought that what he represented in this movie was the disadvantaged who earns his worth by helping others of his kind. So contract this uh, contrast this to Leroy, which was sort of like the petty thief. He was the friend of the family who talked Fool into burglarizing this house. He's yeah. probably like. 40 years old. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old he is. His name is Leroy. Leroy actually means king. So I thought in contrast to the fool who earns his value um, by helping others out of ignorance and courage, Leroy is calling himself king. I think he's coming from a place where he wants to take steal from 
the rich couple, he wants to get back what's his, but it's coming out of a place of animosity, right? He's calling himself king. He's saying, I'm entitled to this. I'm entitled to this mm-hmm. wealth. But that's obviously... He also dresses like he thinks he's a king. He does. Yeah. Yeah, he had sort of the uh, ornate hat. Yes. The way he, he looked. Mm-hmm. He was basically saying that I should be on top, yeah. not mm-hmm. these people. Mm-hmm. But he died that, that's a, that was daddy's phrase. So I want to be on top. That was his phrase too. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Actually, I think he was more of the I mean, bottom type. Oh, he was the bottom? Yeah, with uh, that suit, man. I'm telling you. That's probably true. He was. Yeah, yeah he was definitely the bottom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Mommy definitely. Mommy's the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, if anything, if anything, mommy. daddy's a power bottom. Anything I don't like that. even know what that is. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Okay. All right, we're getting off track. We're getting off track. We're getting off track. Keep going, Greg. So, mommy and daddy, their last names, I don't know if you caught this in the movie, it was Robeson. So, that actually actually means descendant of bright fame. Hmm. So, what that automatically tells you is that they have their power and their wealth handed to them. And I think that the the last name uh, speaks to that. So, you also have Alice. And the name Alice, I looked up, uh, it comes from, it means of nobility. So it almost means mm. like the, the two, she the does. couple adopted them yeah. and they're oh, wow. trying to give her um, sort of an inheritance of, of, of the house if she'll obey the rules. Another but one. she has nobility of spirit. And she has that. That's true. That's and true. all she's seen yeah. since she was a baby is these abusive type parents mm-hmm. and the fact that, so that's her. That's her to her core. That's right. Like, that actually is mm-hmm. like her, yeah. her personality. This is, this is a really good first grade. Yeah. Yeah. I really like mm-hmm. it. So the other one was Prince. Yes. That was the dog. That was the, mm-hmm. the, the oh. black rock one that he said. Mm-hmm. So Prince in medieval times is uh, an individual who is part of the family, the mm-hmm. controlling family, who is given the responsibility to defend his estate. Yep. Oh, okay. Wow. They're basically granted charge of a certain area of, of the kingdom and they're trained in warfare to protect like the you know, the possessions of their family. Yeah. And I thought also the way that so that was the dog, Prince the dog. He was essentially guarding the family. And the way that they do you remember when the dad stabbed through the wall with with his bayonet and mm-hmm. trying to kill the kids and he, oh, and he hit killed the dog, the dog yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So when the dog came out, right? He looked at it, oh, no, you killed the dog. And then within, like, two or three scenes, they immediately were talking about, well, now we got to get a new dog. Yeah. Without it's really mourning him. Mm-hmm. So yeah. to me, that was like, that was that, that speaks to the nature of, of succession. You have a large family, and it's like the eldest takes the throne. And if, you know, um, in, in a monarchy, I mean, so if, if he dies, then who's next in line to take the throne? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it's very much transactional. Yeah. They didn't have much love for when, when Prince died. So that, that perfectly personified what his role was. He was like the guardian, and he was also like next of next of kin. And who comes after him? Yeah. Someone else replaces him. Um, roach, obviously. What is a roach? It's the buck mm-hmm. that survives yeah, everything. it's running through the walls. No matter house. what's happening overhead, mm-hmm. whatever system imbalance there is, whatever chaos is going on, the roach is the, sur- the survivalist. And that's Roach in this movie. He's hiding in the walls. He's crawling from room to room. And he's surviving. And he's like, he's pestering the, the yeah. owners. Um, um, so I thought all of the characters and their names and their roles was very poignant and very um, perfect uh, as far as what I thought Wes, Wes Craven was trying to represent in this movie. I mean, like I said, that's a great first grave diggings. I yeah, mean, you went deeper. I think you strong. went deeper than any of us thought you were yeah, going to go into there. Sure. So that you were good. definitely digging deep in them holes. You know, but I think, um, yeah, so the first one is done. I think, great. We're going to shut the casket. <laughs> shut the casket there for the grave diggings. So grave diggings is done. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 graves. I dig my own grave. <laughs> oh, it's, it's bad, right? Graves? I get out. Graves? 
You're Greg, right? You're Greg. You're you're Greg now. You're okay. Greg, right? Oh, okay. But Graves comes out of the casket to give us facts that he found he out about the movie. Alter ego. Yeah, nice. exactly. Yeah. So right now, Graves goes back in the casket. Unless oh unless Laura right. mentions your name, until then you might pop time. out. Until next time. Yeah, until Laura forgets, until we record again, and she calls it again, or she has another drink. I don't um, know what it is. I was sober when I said it the second I know, time. I know. Too. I think it's becoming the norm. He's changing into graves. Ooh, Ooh and creepy. Okay. Like All right, yeah, it's okay. All right. So now we're to the final part of the review now. We're going to get to our actual rating system. Uh, this one I want to do is something a little different. I'm going to need Laura's help with this one a bit. Mm. I wanted to rate this on our Wes Craven scream scale. Based on... Yes! Okay. <laughs> I knew so, she was going to be excited. Okay. What does that so mean? So we're basically doing one through four. One through four. And clearly, mm-hmm. don't you dare fight with me on this, one is best. Yes. Two is decent. Mm-hmm. Three is poor. Three and four I'm not clear on. That That's what I wanted to... As far as I understood it, three was horrible. As far as ratings go, I could look up. And four was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know... I, and I feel like that's why I'm not giving it a scream for. You know, there, there mm-hmm. were some funny parts to it. Um, don't know if it meant to be funny, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to give it a solid scream three. Scream three? Yeah. Okay, Greg, you're, you're up next. Where would you place this? You, you you like, you're actually the one that likes the most out of all of us. Can I can I do a halfsies rating? Yeah. You can do halfsies. This is yeah. definitely a one and a half to me. A one and a half? Yeah. This is like one almost to mm-hmm. one. Um, wow. So wait, wait. So yeah. let me ask Laura. Let's see if she actually can answer this question. Who was in Scream 1 that is not in Scream 2? There's was, a bunch of people. Around. Was there a main person? Everybody came back for Scream 2? Well, obviously, what, Courtney Barrymore did not come back. Yeah. Tatum didn't come back. Uh, the two main killers in Scream Yeah, mm-hmm. but the main core comes back, right? Okay, all right. So. Well, no. In Scream 2, she goes to college, so it's Nev, It's all Nev Campbell. Jamie mm-hmm. Kennedy does come back. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was a mm-hmm. very secondary character in Scream 1 and comes mm-hmm. back in Scream 2. Her father comes mm-hmm. back. Oh, mm-hmm. how could I forget? Oh my gosh, I am so sorry. Courtney Cox comes back. Hello, how mm-hmm. could I forget? Yeah, because yeah, that's what I thought. My favorite yeah. part of the okay. movie. Okay. Okay. Uh huh. <laughs> I think she's good. I like her. As okay. I think mm-hmm. she's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine's mm-hmm. still it's all that one, said. One and a half. One and a half. The movie was so. I don't care what these two say. Watch this movie. It is. Twisted, it is insane, it's unhinged, it's messy, it's ultra violent, but yet it relieves you of the burden of having to worry about that because of its over the top humor. The two, the 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 man and the woman that played the couple, whatever the brother and sister, I thought were hilarious. This movie has a lot of social undertones. They, it's a great movie. Don't listen to these two. It's a one and a half on the scream scale. All right. Wow, that's very that's, that's very high. That's very high. Yeah, uh, I mean, for me, I, I guess I mean, if Laura's setting the bar at Scream Three for her, I'm below her. I have to be below her. Like Please, are you serious? So, so I gotta, I gotta say, yeah, I gotta. I guess I don't want to go four. But yeah. no, I gotta go four. I gotta say it's I four. Yeah. four. You it's can, you four. Give it a four. Me, well, yeah. No. It's it's just I just I couldn't I couldn't get into the the ridiculous. I couldn't accept it from the beginning, and I just never can get back into it. I couldn't do it. You know, I'm sorry. I have to give this a Scream Four. No. Return of the Screamer, whatever the oh, hell the title man. was for Scream Four. I have no I idea. I don't know. It's just like a bunch mm-hmm. of. 
kids. Yeah, it's like Dewey Returns or something like that. Whatever Scream 4 was called. I have no idea. You guys don't understand the brilliance. Yeah, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. Yeah, so that's that's it, you know, for the pod. Greg is very uh, upset right now. (laughs) You know, uh, somehow he'll survive. Upset. I've been there, Greg. Mm-hmm. He'll survive. Yeah, I feel like you. I've become. I'm mm-hmm. stepping into your role now, where mm-hmm. nobody agrees with me. We'll give you a gold right. coin. We'll you. give you a gold coin. We'll give you a gold coin, Greg. You know, you'll be okay. I'll take you know? it happily. Shut up. Yeah, you're good there. Uh, you're so good that boy. <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, so that's uh, that's it for the episode this week. Um, you know, you, you guys can contact us at email, conjecturingpod at gmail, or you can hit us up on Twitter at Instagram at conjecturingpod. You can let us know any topics uh, you want us to possibly conjecture in the past, questions. You can, you know, let us know how wrong Greg is and how right me and Laura are. That's not a problem there. Uh, that'd be great. Um, yeah, so that's it for the week, you know. <laughs> This has been The Conjecturing. I've been Rob. And Laura. And Greg. Yeah, until next time, remember, horror is subjective, so conjecture away. See ya. Bye. Watch this movie.
Okay, shut up, Rob. Reep, reep.